Are you ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no-excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our store up and running. Another sale. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro or lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro. Hola, I'm Claudia Romo Edelman. And I'm Cynthia Kleinbaum-Milner. And this is a podcast, A La Latina, the playbook to succeed being your authentic self. Today, Nanette Cosero, former global president of the Vaccines Divisions, advisor. In this episode, you're going to learn three main takeaways. Number one, why being a Latina gave her the upper edge in leading the development of the COVID-19 vaccine in record time. Number two, the importance of speaking up to be noticed. But make sure that you're well prepared, that you have the facts, and that you anticipate the questions that will be asked. And number three, how being her unapologetic self became her superpower and gave her an edge. This and more in a podcast, A La Latina. A La Latina is proudly presented by Money Lion. Join the millions of Americans just like you who use Money Lion to help reach their American dream. Hola, welcome to the podcast A La Latina, the playbook to succeed being your authentic self. Today, an incredible leader, trailblazer, incredible pathbreaker, Nanette Cosero. Nanette spent 21 years at Pfizer. Her last role was global president of the vaccines division. She led the development and launch of the COVID vaccine. She's a board director at Pharmajet, a company that focuses on needle-free injection solutions, which my kids are going to love. She's also on the board of Hilevax, a publicly traded biopharmaceutical company focused on the development and commercialization of novel vaccines. And finally, she's a board director for Idea Public Schools, one of the fastest growing network of tuition-free K-12 public charter schools. Nanette, what a pleasure having you here today. I'm very excited to be here with both of you. Um, and again, with our objective of sharing our experiences that will help our younger women, Latinas, to continue growing and grow even faster in their careers. I mean, you're a true trailblazer. You have made history and you have saved so many millions of lives. I would like to start with our favorite subject of the day, you. What made you be who you are and what you do today? Tell us about your background. I have lived in several countries. I have lived in Puerto Rico, which is where my mother is from. I have lived in Spain, which is where my father is from. I have lived in the United States, which is where I did my education. And again, growing in, um, in an immigrant family, my parents were always encouraging my siblings and myself to aim high at all times. Also, as immigrants, my, um, my parents raised us with the responsibility to 
have a positive impact to contribute to the community that we lived in and to the world around us. And also, having lived in different countries, that taught me to be sensitive about the different cultures. And it also taught me to be respectful of different ideas. These became um, important success factors for me uh, as my career grew at Pfizer, especially when I was getting the opportunities to have global roles. Um, so yes, so my heritage definitely played an important role in who I am, but also in how I grew professionally. Can you talk to us about your education? Um, like, why did you decide to study in the U.S.? I also know that you have a PhD, you have an MBA, you've gone to school most, more than most people. Uh, why, why did you make those decisions? Well, the PhD is, goes along the lines of aiming high. Right. So um, I, I started with a PhD in pharmacology. Um, and then as I was doing my PhD in pharmacology, I um, grew an interest in business. And I was curious to know what kind of positive impact I could have beyond the laboratory research walls. Because most people that do a PhD in pharmacology you stay work in, academia. in the lab. Yeah. Yes, you or stay in academia. academia. Mm -hmm. Yes. So then... Um, I went ahead and combined my PhD in pharmacology with an MBA, mm -hmm. and I was fortunate that I could get both at Wharton Business School. I mean, I could get both at the University of Pennsylvania. Of course, the business school um, is the Wharton Business School. And, um, and this combination then allowed me to grow my career in the healthcare industry. Mm -hmm. And then this combination also allow me to have positions like new product planning, mm -hmm. uh, positions in um, marketing, general management, and then the ultimate role that I had at Pfizer, which was being the global president for, for the vaccine portfolio at Pfizer. I feel like you just like jumped ahead. I'm going to take you back. Okay. Why did you study pharmacology? We know, like, Claudia has the stats, but like, it's not a career that Latinas would normally pursue it. No, absolutely. And in my case, I have always was interested in sciences. And as an undergrad, my, uh, my major was chemistry. And then, um, again, in my interest of applying, getting closer to applying the science into human body is that then comes pharmacology. But then again, my interest on then going beyond the walls of, of, of a laboratory lab comes the business degree. So it's that full combination of science and business that um, I develop as passion. Why? Because that allowed me to do my ultimate goal, which was to have a global impact in public health. Were your parents in STEM or in global health that because I, I would have never thought about making an impact in global health. So how did it come to you? Yes, well, I mean, my dad um, came to Puerto Rico uh, to marry my mother. And again, I don't know that we want to go into the details on how they met, but they met when my mother went to Madrid for a vacation. They dated for two years via Letters, letters. Uh -huh. and um, and then my father left Madrid, left his mom, his sister, to marry my mother in Puerto Rico. Wow! But it was during the time of Franco, mm. and during that time, as you know, opportunities for middle to low class 
people were very limited. And he saw coming to Puerto Rico as an opportunity to grow. Then in Puerto Rico, he studied physics mm. and he got a master's in physics. Then he was a professor in physics. So, um, so that's how um, the STEM came about. My mother, on the other hand, um, was on the side of entertainment. I don't know if uh, my uncle is Paquito Cordero mm. in Puerto Rico. Do you know that name? Mm. And, uh, and my mother and, um, and my uncle partner uh, to bring entertainment to, uh, to Puerto Rico. Nidia Caro, Chucha Avellanet. I don't know if those names ring a bell to you. So it was totally two different areas. But then my interest leaned towards, towards the science, towards the STEM. Maybe because in my mind, I thought that that was the harder part mm -hmm. to do. Um, and that's how um, what a science love story. came into me. That's a beautiful love story. And just like seeing it through your career, um, strategically for the Latino community, we have to get into those professions because tech and healthcare are two areas in which we're underrepresented, but they're the future. I think that it is encouraging to have you so that younger Latinas can, and younger mothers can tell their kids that it is a great area to go. So we can encourage more and more people to not only aim high, but aim high in um, areas where the future lies. Do you want to talk a little bit more about like where do you see STEM, particularly the pharma and the health, uh, healthcare industry going? Absolutely. It is, it is an area that while, as you mentioned, uh, we have been increasing our Latin representation in, um, in different industries, science and technology continues to be lagging even significantly more than any other of the industries. I mean, I think that in the uh, pharma space, the percentages of Latina women are in the low teens. I'm not even sure if they are even um, double digit, um, to be honest with you. So it is an area that we need to continue raising the awareness and, um, and continue um, providing younger women the confidence that it can be done and that you can be anything that you want to be and that nothing and nobody should hold you back. And that if you get accepted into, as you know, into any of the universities in the United States, it's because you can do it. So there's no need to doubt yourself. There's no need to have insecurities that even if you get accepted to Cornell or Harvard or any of the top schools in the United States, oh my God, am I going to be able to compete? Yes, of course you will be able to compete. And you need to go for it. And you need to make it happen and really have the courage to make it happen, which that comes then with the resilience that we have as, as Latin women. And let's face it, you, Nanette, are a celebrity of science. Your uh, Nobel Prize winner material. I've heard your name, particularly in the time of COVID, um, where I learned that the first vaccine, I don't know for people, that you remember how desperate we were in yes. a COVID time to when is the vaccine going to come and how are we going to get out of this one? And then it was you, a Latina, that invented the COVID vaccine. And I cannot tell you how proud I am of you, of having a Latina, having done that, and how much I wish my mother would have gotten COVID after so that I would have how allowed you know, her to enjoy uh, the benefit of your uh, incredible work so that she could have gotten the vaccine um, before passing. Yes, well, first of all, um, I am truly and genuinely sorry for for your loss um and um and thank you for your kind words um 
Of course, it was not me. It was a team that involved a combination of Pfizer scientists and BioNTech scientists and people in the regulatory space, people in the manufacturing space, people in the medical space, and people in the commercial space. So bringing all those best brains together and to collaborate very efficiently and effectively was one of the key success factors in the development of this vaccine in record times, right? Like people say, well, how could you develop a vaccine in nine months when usually it takes years? The answer is that collaboration played a very important role but also we took many steps that traditionally we will do them sequentially. We did them in parallel. Got it. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about that story because I think it's like, I want to almost like close my eyes and feel your stress and feel like what were the decisions you had to make. And more importantly, what do you think is the superpower that you have that made you successful in that role? Because yes, there were a lot of people and it wasn't only your success, but you kind of coordinated, right? And get everybody to work towards the same goal. So what's your superpower? Well, in terms of superpower, um, I have to say that um, leadership is, uh, is one of the areas that I take um, immense pride. While we were developing the vaccine, At the beginning, of course, um, we didn't know if we we're going to be able to find a solution. Mm -hmm. However, um, we felt privileged. We felt privileged having given the opportunity to look for that solution, mm -hmm. to find uh, a vaccine that will end with, as we all know, a devastating pandemic. And all this was um, achieved because the people that were involved were totally committed and inspired by that opportunity. We thought that if not us, then who? And that gave us the energy, that gave us the drive to work seven days a week, 14 to 18 hours day long for months nonstop. Well, I mean, but you say, if not us, who? I don't have the data, but I imagine there were a lot of people trying. If you if you read the story of Shackleton that was trying to get to the to the South Pole, he was trying, but there were like all these other uh, sailors trying to get to the South Pole. I imagine there were a lot of teams that were trying to create a vaccine, and you guys did it. And you're saying they were inspired by the mission, but 14-hour days, 14, 18-hour days, seven days a week, How much inspiration do you need? Like, what did you know? It's like you're leaving your family. So, so what, what do you think were your... Take credit. I feel like you're not <laughs> taking the credit of your leadership. You're saying the situation, everybody. What, what do you feel like you did? How did you inspire them? And tell us you're the story. How yes. was yes. it? Are you ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your no excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our start up and running. Another sale. Shopify is a commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. 
No matter if you are a garage entrepreneur or a big business, Shopify is the only tool you need to start and grow your business without the struggle. With Shopify single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere, giving you the insights you need wherever you are. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash sonoro, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash sonoro to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash sonoro. Well, you're absolutely right that um, leadership, I do consider leadership to be one, my, one of my superpowers. I, um, I read a book titled Five Graces of Leadership uh, by the author of Gary Burningsong. And, um, and that book resonated very strongly with, with me because, um, I mean, I was aligned with, with the five graces of leadership, which, um, which include G for gratitude, Mm -hmm. R for resilience, A for aspiration, C for courage. I was going to say commitment. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Courage yes. and E for excellence. The author uses E for um, empathy, but in my case, excellence was extremely important because excellence became a signature of, um, of my team and, um, and of myself. And then to me, gratitude meant recognizing the efforts of the people in my team, the people involved, especially when they were going above and beyond. Yeah. Um, at the same time, resilience. I mean, I think that us Latins, immigrants, resilience is almost in our DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And resilience, being resourceful and making things happen and never giving up was, it was also an important leadership trait that I conveyed um, to my team. At uh, the same time, aspiration. Like I said at the beginning, always aiming high and always going beyond what is expected. Because if you aim high, um, your achievements are always going to be better than what is already available. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. And then comes uh, courage, right? Courage, uh, we need to have the courage to, first of all, take thoughtful risks, both at a personal and at a professional life, mm -hmm. and also have the courage to be our unapologetic self, to speak up, to put forward our thoughts and our ideas. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and then after courage, of course, excellence, like I said. And, and for me, excellence was extremely important because the environment that I was um, in was extremely, extremely competitive. Did you ever doubt that you were going to achieve, like that you were going to end up with a vaccine that worked? Yes. Yes. How did you <laughs> yes, get summer, yourself like out of the funk? Summer of 2020, yes. we weren't sure. We weren't sure at all. Um, and it was not until the fall of 2020 that we got the results of, um, of the clinical trials that um, told us, yes, we have a vaccine that is effective. Yes, we have a vaccine that is safe. Mm -hmm. And yes, we have figured out how to manufacture a vaccine in a platform that has not been manufactured yeah. ever before, which was the messenger RNA. Yeah. And, um, and of course, with characteristics that we needed to figure out, like a temperature of minus 70, we need to figure out how are we going to get those vaccines yeah. to the hands of as many people as possible around the world with a temperature that needed to be minus 70 um, degrees such that the vaccine remains stable. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and at the same time, um, the the launch, the commercial launch, and all of this needed to be done um, By yesterday. in the short yeah. period of time because people, millions of people were dying, unfortunately, around us. So the pressure to get it done and to get it done out there was incredible. However, something that I want to take the opportunity to emphasize is that safety was never, ever, ever compromised. Yeah. Right. Um, putting forward a vaccine that is absolutely safe for everybody, it was an extremely important aspect of how we went about developing this vaccine. I want to talk a little bit about that time. It almost like COVID in my mind is like a black zone. I blocked it. I don't want to go ever back to that in my memory because it was so painful. I remember distinctively that time and when it came out that there was a vaccine and that it was going to be possible and that it was you. I can only imagine how was the process and the pressure and what you just said, all of a sudden clicked uh, in me. Maybe it's because you were a Latina that mm -hmm. you were able to put your collaborative mind, your leadership as a family style that inspired everybody to go, uh, that you were able to multitask doing sequential things. I never thought about it. Yeah. But why don't we celebrate more of that? Why don't we just put you, you know, like as a poster child so that we can start having more presidents of companies, of countries and organizations because we are able to do that. Do you think it is your Latinidad intervened not only in your excellence, but also in the miracle that you performed? You know, now that you put it that way, uh, maybe subconsciously. Consciously, I have to, you know, be honest, yeah. I did not think about that. But subconsciously, probably, because familismo is something that has been core to the way that I work with my team, right? At Pfizer, the vaccine team was a vaccine family. And, um, and, and, and for me, how do I achieve that commitment and that engagement from my, my team um, comes along the lines of really being authentic, transparent, yeah. genuine, and um, getting to know the people in my team to deeper levels, um, understanding their needs, their aspirations, and yeah. helping them in their career journey to get to yeah. that to their aspiration that turn into very quick trust yes and a combination of trust with a clear purpose which for us was to have a profound impact yeah. on global public health and a clear vision which for us was to bring breakthroughs that will change people's life when you put those three elements together yeah. you have teams that move mountains, yeah. that really nothing can get yeah. in the way of making things happen. At Money Lion, we think money can buy happiness and that you deserve access to the same tricks, tips, and tools as the 1%. We want you to achieve your version of the American dream, so we built an app that can help you get there. From banking with no hidden fees to cash advances with zero interest or credit checks, MoneyLion offers a suite of premium financial products that can help you make your everyday money decisions a whole lot easier. We even curated a network of content creators who can educate you how to invest, borrow, save, and earn like the pros. Ready to take control of your money life? Join the millions of Americans who use MoneyLion every day by downloading the app today. 
Let's talk about you as, uh, as and, and the identity. How your Latinidad uh, throughout your incredible career has helped or um, uh, uh, being an obstacle, had to, had, did you have to dial down or, you know, like where was the superpower? Yes, well, um, I have to say that, um, of course, at the beginning of my career, I, w I felt pressured to conform to a corporate mold. Mm -hmm. And I found myself downplaying parts, important parts of, of myself. Fortunately, I got rid of my insecurities, matured and grew personally and professionally, which then allowed me to learn that being my authentic self mm -hmm. um, really gave me an edge because nobody else could come to the table with my knowledge, with my diversity. And again, nobody else could come to the table with um, my experiences. Mm -hmm. Basically, nobody else could be me. <laughs> Just on the, on the being Latino and in the pharma industry, maybe... Uh, there's a fear for Latinos to get into it and they don't apply as much. We don't get, get into clinical trials as much because we feel that we're not going to be understood. Being a woman is already like lesser of a representation than men. How could we encourage more Latinos to get into the industry? I think it, we have already talked about it a little bit, right? Um, and, um, in providing the role models of, of people that are in the industry that are Latina and that are women. And at the same time, providing training that help people develop self-confidence because sometimes um, it's, it's a lot along self-confidence, but also many times it's along the lines of, am I going to be able to have children? Am I going to be able to um, have a career mm -hmm. and be a mother? Um, as you know, for Latinas, it is important for us yeah for many of us to have family. And I've talked to, to young women um, asking me that question. Well, my mother asked me, tells me that um, if I take this high um, intense job um, in, in science or even in Wall Street, another area that, that is pretty intense, how am I going to be able to cook for my family? Or how am I going to be able to, to take care of yeah. my husband? Well, you, you find time to do both. And if you have a good job, you can also pay yeah. for, for people to help you do that. I mean, I'm definitely not doing everything that I've done alone. I have a supportive husband. I have uh, help uh, with the children when they were small. Um, what I meant, I'm sorry, just to interrupt. What I meant is there's we're almost 20% of the population, but only... 2% lawyers, 1% economists, and 1% in pharma. And I wonder whether it's because we just don't feel that we're going to be included and being able to be ourselves. Maybe it is a combination of that, but I think it's also um, what I hear a lot when I talk to, to people that I'm trying to encourage to come in STEM is that um, fear if they're going to be able to be successful in that space. Um, and again, I think that that fear comes from lack of knowledge yeah. um, or lack of examples or, or lack of, of really, again, Mentors, role models. Yeah. Exactly. We have a, I think at some point we should put on our social media, like the, the there's a graph that says what careers are going to be more Prone for Latinos prone to for, succeed? For, no, prone for people to succeed. You know, like right now, if you study STEM, 
you're probably going to have a more more uh, solid career. You're always going to be able to have a job. Like, let's tell the next generation like what mm. to study, what type of yeah, careers. Yeah, that's what the question exactly. before. Exactly. exactly. And mm. I think like Latinos are great entrepreneurs and maybe we choose careers that historically have been easier for us to get into because those are the role models that we have. But the future is like, there's a lot of careers that we don't see Latinos. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's where the um, growth is. So I want to mm -hmm. see engineers data scientists, mm -hmm. like product managers, artificial intelligence experts. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we need Latinos to study now. Latinas. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, and really having women in leadership roles. I mean, in the tech space still, there is a very small percentage of women and an even more smaller percentage of uh, Latino women. Yeah. And, um, you know, what happens when that's the case? Then the bosses and the leaders are men. The team activities are geared for men. Yeah. So it's like, again, we need more women Latinas yes. in leadership roles. And how do we achieve that? I want to make sure that all pharma companies hear your story and how, because you were a Latina, you injected so much leadership into the success of a breakthrough, global breakthrough, like creating the vaccine, mm -hmm. so that they can start trying to hire more Latinas, invest in more Latinas, and so on. Because I think that is both ways. It's not only us. It's, it's the industry has to lean in big time. Exactly. Okay. We need to continue doing a lot more yes. of what we're doing now. Love it. So hmm. now we would love for you to go back in memory lane and talk to your 30-year-old self and give her a piece of advice that you wish somebody had given you. To be unapologetically yourself. To not be afraid to speak up. Aim high and fix whatever you can fix. Yet, there are going to be things that are beyond your control and that you cannot fix. Mm. Don't let those pull you down. And last but definitely not least, don't let anything or anybody hold you back. Mm, I love that. You know, this podcast was going to be called A La Latina, um, the playbook to be your unapologetic self, but it's a little bit hard to pronounce, so we changed it to your authentic self. But we really mean unapologetic. So those four points are the Nanette playbook, isn't it? Absolutely. Especially, again, the, even though it's hard to pronounce, I like to say it many, many times because it's so true. Unapologetic. Be unapologetic. Because being your authentic self, yes. But being unapologetic about who forward. you are, yeah. exactly, goes even further. Mm -hmm. And I cannot be more grateful for your time, your wisdom, for your incredible work in saving so many lives in the work uh, that you did in, in the vaccine and throughout your life. You're an inspiration. Well, thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Cynthia. It is my honor to be here with you guys. And again, my objective is to pay forward to the Latin younger generation that is coming uh, right in front of us. And with your wisdom and your support, we're going to get Latinas to succeed and lead a la Latina. This podcast was proudly produced by Malka Media. 
¿Estás listo para convertir tus mejores ideas en un negocio en línea exitoso? Te presentamos Shopify. Tal vez no lo sabías, pero nuestro podcast More Than Mummies es un negocio y lo empezamos, por supuesto, para desahogarnos y hablar sobre la maternidad, no para convertirnos en expertas de ventas y del e-commerce. Así que sí, necesitábamos ayuda para vender nuestro merch y poner en marcha nuestra tienda. ¿Y cómo suena con Shopify? Llegó otra venta. Shopify es la plataforma de comercio que está revolucionando millones de negocios en todo el mundo. Ya seas un emprendedor desde tu casa o desde donde sea, Shopify es la única herramienta que necesitas para iniciar, administrar y hacer crecer tu negocio sin dificultades. Con Shopify puedo gestionar pedidos, envíos y pagos desde cualquier lugar, brindándote toda la información y estadísticas de tus ventas al detalle. Regístrate para un periodo de prueba con tan solo un dólar al mes en shopify.com barra sonoro. Todo en minutos. Ve a Shopify.com barra sonoro para llevar tu negocio al siguiente nivel. Shopify.com barra sonoro. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.